Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. And we're going to wish you a very Merry Christmas where we talk about our favorite Chris's in film. Absolutely. Let's hit that music. Where you been? <laughs> well, I, I've been sick as a dog um, for most of December, and so now I'm starting to feel better, but uh, you might hear it a little bit in my voice today. Yeah, I get that. I got sick at the end of October, actually, and uh, still we're mid-December now, or almost mid-December, and I still have a cough, which is exhausting. Not a lot of fun, so suck it, fall. Yeah, my cough is still here. So if you hear like weird cuts and edits, it's because we're because <laughs> we both whatnot. had a had a hacking fit and died. Yeah, right in the middle of uh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully you'll hear the end of it. We don't have to die in the middle. Hopefully we'll make it through the podcast. At least one of us will pull through. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you not, pull through, we'll find out. If if you pull through, I need you to. Uh, I need you to do the editing list. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll make it happen. <laughs> get this, get this posted. If it's my dying wish, it's my dying wish. I got this. It's all good. Okay. So, what have you been up to over the last, I don't know, month since we've recorded or longer? Oh my gosh, it's been so long. Uh, almost two, right? Yeah. So wow. Um. So in mid-November, uh, where I'm at, there was a big fire nearby, and we had about two weeks straight of smoke in the air and it was really bad um Mm -hmm. i didn't notice at first it just was like oh it's kind of hazy out i mean i i knew conceptually and about five or six days later i'm like my chest hurts you know my body's just trying to filter it out so it wasn't a great november here yeah Everybody always says, move to California. The weather's great all the time. When it's not on fire. Until it's on fire. So, Uh, yeah. So uh, let's see. Mid-November, November November 17th, uh, here in Houston, a group of podcast folks got together at Bar Boheme, Bar Boheme, whatever people are saying. Oh, I Uh, love that bar. Yeah. I'd never been before. And we went, it was the first ever H-Town Podfest. And so uh, Opera Man and I packed up our recording devices and stickers and walked on over there from the parking lot. Well, not even a parking lot. It's like in the middle of it's in the middle of Montrose, but it's, yeah. it's shit for parking. And no we're problem. walking down the street like where we parked and there's broken glass all over the sidewalk. And I'm like, that doesn't bode well for where we just parked. <laughs> yeah. But it was a lot of fun. So we found, you know, some of our old friends were there. So we got to run into um, Brandon and Randy from Cult 45. We got to meet um, Walker the Geek from his website. Oh, uh, yeah. Jason. You didn't meet him at Comic Palooza? He was there. I don't think I did. Yeah. I, so. I Now that I think about it, it was during um, Bryfy's live. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make that. Uh, so, yeah. So I met Walker and he's awesome. And... Um, our friend Rob Zip was there. That was kind of cool. He was walking around uh, recording for his show. And then we met a bunch of really cool podcasts that we've talked to on Twitter, um, but we hadn't really met in person yet. So I'm going to miss up all their names. So they were amazing, all of them. I loved them to pieces. They were super cool. So I got some good fun stickers and got to meet a bunch of people. And we actually had an interesting turnout of non-podcasting people. So we actually had some listeners coming and... The girls at Murder City podcast here in Houston, uh, B and CC, they put kind of helped spearhead all of this and got it all booked up for us. And they're super cool. I mean, I just love these girls. They're awesome. It was interesting. I was talking to B and she told me, she's like, yeah, do you remember we talked a while ago? And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, you actually encouraged me when I said, oh, I'm interested in starting a podcast. You were like, you should do it. I was like, oh, well, I'm glad you did. That's awesome. So (laughs) I was like, I don't really remember doing that part, but yeah, that's that's one of the really cool things about going to events like that because um, you meet new podcasters or people that want to be new podcasters. Because at our podcasting um, show that we did in Comic Palooza, somebody came up to me afterwards and said, "Hey, I was at your you know 
podcasting 101 last time and you or the women in podcasting panel and you encouraged me yep. to start one. Yeah, that always makes me really happy when we can make some sort of, you know, change, even if it's just an encouraging word or whatever, because, you know, on a, and everybody should have a podcast. It's a lot of fun. And being able to speak out to the masses, whether they hear you or whether it's 12 really cool people, either way. So I had a really great time doing that. Um, like I said, Opera Man went with me. Uh, Bri-Fi was supposed to come. He wasn't able to make it out because he had a son with him and, you know, baby in a bar. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, but it, yeah, was, it's it weird. was fun. We we had a good time. I had quite a few people come up and they're like, oh, yeah, I've totally heard your show. I was like, nice. That's great. <laughs> cool. Like, I don't I don't ever think anybody knows who we are. So, yeah, I uh, haven't heard as much about anything mainstream lately. So. <laughs> so, OK, so since we're in December and we've never we never really quite get around to watching a bunch of movies or anything like that. I thought it would be really fun to have a very merry Christmas where we can actually talk about our favorite movie Chris's. Oh, there's a lot of them. There are. And actually, I, I put this out on our social media to find out who people's favorite Chris's are, because I think we think of the same four um, yeah. on an ongoing basis. But there are so many others, as I didn't even really think about until people started sending me in their favorite Chris's. And later in the episode, I've actually got a list of everybody who sent theirs in so that we can listen to everyone's favorite Chris and in what role. So yeah. And uh, I'll tell you a spoiler. I ran through your li- the list earlier. I have a favorite Chris that's not on the list. Oh, excellent. Well, I cannot wait to hear that. Yeah, but we'll talk about the um, our four main Chris's today. Mm hmm. Yep. So obviously we are talking Chris Pine, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Pratt. All the Chris's. And I actually found an article that was talking about all of these Chris's. And I think I linked that to you and I'll link it into the the show notes. It was from Ringer. It was like Chris Wars. Uh, basically, it was, you know, who's really the best Chris. But one of the things that was super funny in that article is that they had a mustache off. Like uh, which Chris wore the best mustache, and it was really yeah. funny. So who, which Chris did win the best? I don't remember. Mustache. I'll have to go back and look. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to say Chris Evans had a very nice uh, mustache beard beard combo facial hair in Snowpiercer, and then also didn't he rock a beard in, in Infinity War? Yeah, he did, and it was it's a really nice beard. It's a very nice trim beard. I liked it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Hemsworth beard. Like that one doesn't Hemsworth beard or mustache doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, he's kind I, of a clean, clean. Like I want to see him a little more clean cut. So, it just seems uh, like it's a Thor thing. Yeah, I think Chris Pratt with a mustache looked more like a porn star. Uh, so probably Chris Evans was rocking the best mustache. Yeah. So though Chris Both Pine could probably pull one off as well. I don't know if I can recall Chris Pine ever having one. He had one in the article, so it was some. I think it was a full beard, though. I don't think it was just a, just the mustache. So, all right. Oh, by the way, I I know you guys heard in uh, one of the episodes we just put out that I was on um, the Castaway game show with everything I learned from movies with Steve from you know of Steve and Izzy fame, yep. and uh, I won. So, I, oh, did I you? Won, I did. I won the episode. So uh, my James Bond recast uh, was called The Sound of Silence. And my and I didn't really even focus on the James Bond part. My mine was the uh, supervillain of Julie Andrews. (laughs) Yeah, I think she won. So she's the sound. It's the sound of silence. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'd I'd watch it. So I won. And then I think in the next round, uh, Brandon from Cult 45 won. So whoever wins the next one, the three of us will go up together in the uh, Tournament of Champions. So Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And I'm actually thinking about this because one of my um, my Bond boys was a uh, – he was like a henchman for Julie Andrews. And it was actually Henry Cavill. And his name was uh, Sans Mustache. So uh, <laughs> Actually, though, I mean, did you see him in um, Mission Impossible? Mm-hmm. He, he was pretty awesome. 
He was. I was mostly thinking of the horrible uh, mustache removal. Oh, oh yes, I yeah. know, I know. But like, it was totally <laughs> worth it when I saw like. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. When I saw him in Mission Possible, I'm like, yeah, that's a good mustache. That's a good mustache. <laughs> it's a good mustache to wear. It's not a good mustache to CGI out. So. Nope. Nope. So okay. So back to back to the Chris's. So I just want to kind of go through like our, each of the Chris's and let's talk about like what's our favorite role with them or what where did we really first see them. So the first one on my list is Chris Pine, because he's really the first one I remember coming across. And for me, that was in, um, it was actually in Princess Diaries 2. Okay, yeah. So he was he was in that. He ends up playing the, uh, the foil and then later uh, love interest for Princess Mia. And again, another Julie Andrews movie, which is probably why my brain goes straight to Julie. But then also I saw him in uh, the Star Trek reboot. Yes, and that's kind of... I mean, I think I'd known of him, but he's Captain Kirk. Like, you know, obviously, uh, Shatner's the first Captain Kirk. But, man, Chris Pine is great casting. Yeah, I I love him as Captain Kirk so much more than Shatner. Again, Shatner's just obnoxious to me. I just don't care for him. But but I love the way that he plays him. Well, he this is... Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go, he's a more action Star Trek, and so he's a more action character. So I, I liked, I like him. I think he played it, plays it great. And um, I even like when, um, uh, you know, at the beginning mm-hmm. when he gets in fights and bars and he's kind of a playboy and stuff. That's, yeah, you know, it, it does. feels right. It's a very Kirk thing yeah. to do. He was, because Kirk was kind of the Riker of the original, he was total man whore. Yeah, he was also in that romantic comedy with, um, uh, Tom Hardy they were rival spies and they were going out with Reese Witherspoon oh I don't remember that one oh it was cute I mean it's a cute for a romantic comedy it's mm-hmm. also really stupid just like romantic <laughs> comedies are well they're supposed and so, to be. I know I mean I don't watch them for their realism um, <laughs> but uh, super cute I, I thought that was adorable but he was already Captain Kirk by that time so he was already on my radar right um, I did see him as Cinderella's prince in Into the Woods, and he did a fine job there. But that character didn't doesn't do much. Period. No, he's just he's you know, arm candy, I guess. Yeah, he's kind of a dick in the second half of that movie. Like I love the first yeah, half of Into dick, the Woods. Yeah. The second half is like, good. <laughs> like it yeah. all goes downhill. So, yeah, I think that's the point. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I just I just really like him. I think he's very he's very cute. Um, if we can pull him into the Marvel universe, that would be great. Then we'll get all four Chris's at one shot, and well, everyone can die be, happy. He's gonna be into this on the Into the Spider Verse, which comes out this weekend. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That one looks really cool. I'm I'm looking forward to Spider Pig or Spider Ham. He's adorable. Spider Ham's adorable. Spider Ham. I know. I think of Spider Pig every time because of uh, actually because of the Simpsons. Yeah, <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> I do every time I'm like spider pig spider pig does whatever a spider pig does so yeah that's every time that pops up that's what comes into my head because I'm 12 me too me too so uh, I if I guess if you read that comic first it would not be different but uh, um, it would be different and you would think of that first but I first think of the Simpsons <laughs> yeah I do too I think I think uh, producer Craig said that that was the first uh it's the first Spider-Man or first actual comic he had read was the Spider-Ham or something. I mentioned that yeah, when I posted I, it the other day. Because apparently Build-A-Bear has got like Spider-Ham and some of these other spider, Spider-Verse spider thingies in their arsenal. I was like, I want a Spider-Pig. He's cute. I know. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's what I should have sent you for. Did your package show up? I think um, it comes next week, maybe. Yeah. It, it has not yet. I've got an update for you on yours. So. Ah, cool. Anyway. You didn't send me another box of dicks, did you? No. <laughs> yes. So, so last yeah, last year I sent Liz a um a mug that said like in freely fancy letters, eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, well, it's the funny part of this though, I was I was sick. I was in the hospital, I was really sick. And I got an email to my email that said something, 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 eat a bag of dicks. Like it was a, re- it was a uh, receipt. And I'm like, yeah, what? Like, <laughs> and so I called Paul and I was like, did you send me a bag of gummy dicks? Like what, what is happening? 
He's like, uh, no. And then just through process of elimination, I messaged you and I was like, hey, out of curiosity, did you send me a bag of gummy dicks? Because that was the thing we had been posting on our site for a yeah. while. And you're like, not exactly. It's like, okay. So I yep. love this coffee mug. It's seriously my favorite thing. It sits on my geek shelf behind my uh-huh. desk. So if I'm ever on webcam, not right now, but if I'm ever on a uh-huh. webcam, normally you'll be able to see it. It's awesome. Yeah. It was like, you know, if you're doing something as a gift, maybe not send the receipt in advance to the recipient. <laughs> well, I think you uh, probably put my email address in there instead of theirs. And so it sent that. I was like, what? Yeah. But Well, it was one of those delivery things. And so, you know, I do don't mind you sending a notice that you're right. getting like, hey, something tracked. But no, please don't send the receipt. Yeah, right? it's like my mother-in-law... Um, one year they were going to Italy and they were going to be gone during my birthday. And so she called Paul and said, Hey, is it okay if I send your, uh, if I send Liz's present like a month early and then you just take it and hide it, you know, and give it to her on her birthday. He's like, yeah, sure. She's like, okay, it's coming tomorrow or whatever, or two days from now. Well, it didn't come two days from it came the next day. He wasn't home. I was. So when the doorbell rings and I open the door, there's a giant box that's sitting on my front porch. But it, instead of just being like a plain Amazon box, it has writing all over the side that says KitchenAid uh, ah. food processor. I was like, well, okay. Uh, well, there you go. I wonder what that is. <laughs> I was like, do I pretend to be surprised or do I just call her and tell her thanks for the food processor? That's amazing. Yep. So That's funny. That's what I well, did. Well, at least it got it's, there early. Huh? At least it got there early. It did. I still have it. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Chris Pine, we like. Yep. He's great. I like him. So move. Good, good Chris. Yes. Good Chris. Moving on to the next Chris, Chris Evans. Yes. Now. I think he's, I think he might be one of my, I think he might be my favorite Chris. Well, I Maybe think, not. I think everybody knows that my original boyfriend was Captain America, Steve Rogers, as played by Chris Evans. Not Chris Evans, the actor himself, but him as Steve Rogers in the first Captain America movie. Because he's adorable. And he's very sweet, and he's good-natured, and he's hot as fuck, and built, and all this stuff. So, yeah, I really like him a lot. And I I think the first thing I remember seeing him in was probably uh, Fantastic Four, which is a pretty yeah. douchey role that he plays Johnny Storm yeah. in this one. And, but his, it's amazing how scrawny he was. I know. He's terrible. Like comparatively. Yeah. yeah. And then also, and I don't remember which came first, he was in Not Another Teen Movie, which, you know, it's yeah. obviously a parody of this. And he like is almost naked in that movie and he has like a dildo attached to his ass. So I'm a fan of that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, he was also in Snowpiercer. I talked about that a little bit earlier, which is, it's a really good movie. I mean, it's not a feel-good movie by any means, but it's a good movie to see. Yeah. So. I really, I do like him quite a bit. Um, I don't know that I can really think of any other non-Marvel movies that I'm like, oh my God, I loved him in that, so. Yeah. I mean, he was, he, he wasn't a, he wasn't a good, he wasn't a bad guy in Snowpiercer, but he has a little twist in there that's kind of concerning mm. so i don't I, I can't tell you anymore without telling you the whole story that's okay so. i won't watch it uh, yeah <laughs> but yeah. our fans might so who knows our fans have seen it i promise you <laughs> especially all of our movie crew yeah. uh any of the movie pod squad guys mm-hmm. they've seen it yeah i promise you yeah and, I, tw- I don't ever go watch a bunch of these like actiony type movies so yeah it's an odd movie but it's good it's good all right. So, I mean, that's Chris Evans, and he's just basically been Steve Rogers now to the point where that's his main character. Like, Chris Pine can get away from Kirk, you know, just, you know, he was in Wonder Woman. and uh, Oh, yeah, I love him in Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, he's really good in Wonder Woman. I, I, I mean, I think that, well, we never had a Wonder Woman episode because Hurricane Harvey hit. No, we Mm, no, we did. Because Seal was coming. Seal was coming down. No, no. We, yeah, we were going to do that one, but didn't we do one with Kim Gordon where we talked about? We didn't talk fully the movie, but I think we talked. Oh, we t- mostly talked about the direction. Uh, yeah, female directors. And yeah, that was, that was a big one we talked about there. But I th- yeah, we never did one. Maybe we should do one for our Patreon at some point, even though it's a year and a half old. 
Yeah, well, maybe right before the sequel. Mm-hmm. That would be good. Uh, it would be almost a classic by, the, <laughs> by that time. But one of the things we kept saying about that movie was if they have him rescue her, like, even once, the Steve Trevor, then we're just going to burn the world down. Like, it's a bunch of shit. Yep. She's a god, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And he didn't. I mean, he did, but he yeah. didn't. Um, yeah, no, no, he, he, she, she did all of the saving. And then I like this, uh, where he kind of get behind me, you know, all machismo. And then he's like, wait a second. I have absolutely no need. <laughs> Never mind. To, to you are you. in fact bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me actually walk behind you. <laughs> you It'd be great. Here, better idea. Right here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he does, he does kind of sacrifice himself for the greater good at the end of that business of so spoilers. Um, but uh, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> it's been out for a year and a half. You haven't seen Wonder Woman. Why are you listening to this show? But, yep. uh, but no, so yeah, I really liked him in that and he's great. Yeah. But see, you know, he's in a bunch of little things, but Chris Evans really is just, just Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers now. Once he got away uh, from Fantastic Four and being a douchebag on fire, then, uh, you know, he moved into kind of the opposite character of that, really. I mean, still yeah. a superhero, but kind of the polar opposite of the Johnny Storm kind of uh, attitude. And I think that's what I love about him so much. Again, he plays that, you know, the CGI'd skinny version of him, right? Oh, and you yeah. can feel the goodness and warmth coming out of this character. And then when he gets all buff and hot, he stays in that naive, warm little shell, which is great. I haven't really necessarily liked uh, the direction that they've taken him in uh, since that. Like that first, uh, the first Captain America movie, I think was the best. Like it was really well done. It was done by Joe Johnston. It's a period piece. I mean, it was amazingly well done. And then he just, I mean, I think it probably stands to reason that when you're coming back into the world after being on ice for 70 years, that you become a little bit more jaded you know, he's not going to have that same wide-eyed optimism, but... Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't have the wide-eyed optimism, but I'll tell you, I, Winter Soldier is the best Captain America movie. I, it's, uh, I, it is really good. I don't think it's better than the I mean, first one I mean, and Civil War would be right there next. I mean, every single Captain America movie has been awesome. They're really good, yeah. <laughs> Their franchise has done a much better uh, job arcing than, let's say, the Thor version of this franchise where I actually like Thor Ragnarok the best, and the other two were like interchangeably meh to me. Yeah, I like Thor Ragnarok the best. Okay, so let's jump to Thor then. Oh, yeah, so Chris Hemsworth. Okay, this guy, okay, first of all, he's hot. We know he's hot. He's good looking. He's a good actor. He's really funny. Like he has really good comedic timing. And not only just in the Marvel Universe, but he was in Ghostbusters, the new remake with Melissa McCarthy. Mm -hmm. And he's hilarious in this movie. So funny. I don't know if you saw any of the talk shows that they did, the ladies did, surrounding Ghostbusters. Uh, They were on the Graham Norton show, and he's asking about them working with Chris. And they're like, he's like, well, he's like annoyingly funny. And Mel Smarthy's like, yeah, you know, we don't expect that. You know, (laughs) we're like, you just expect him to be there. And here he's just this really dumb character, but he's really hot. So that's why they keep him around kind of thing. She's like, but then he's like funny. And we're like, did you bring writers with you? Like, what's what's happening? And I, I just love that, that, uh, you know, genuinely people seem to really like him. So, yes. And he's got, um, he's from a whole family of good looking people. Mm-hmm. Chris and then Liam. And then there's another one. There's another there? Hemsworth brother. Yeah. Yeah. Good looking crew there. <sighs> and they're what? Uh, they're Australian? They are. Yeah. He, I saw him on a show talking about how some kind of, you know, it's the the whole adage of everything in Australia is actively trying to kill you. Apparently, some kind of snake got into his house and they just like shut it in a bedroom and I think never opened the door again. Just like we're just we're not going in that room anymore. I don't know what it was previously, but we're done. <laughs> I can afford the square footage. Just shut the door and walk away. Exactly. Seal it up. Move along. Like <laughs> So. Yeah, I I really like him. I enjoy him and everything that I see him in. I said the first two Thor movies were kind of eh, but Thor Ragnarok was just hilarious. And then he's so much fun in Infinity War, too, even though it's kind of a heavier, it's a heavier storyline that he's in. But I love his interactions with both Rocket and Groot. 
like throughout yes. the whole thing. And I love that he speaks Groot because it was an elective on Asgard in school. <laughs> How funny is that? So. Yeah. I, I keep forgetting these fun, these little pieces about it until uh, you mention it. But yeah, I really enjoyed him in Infinity War. And it was really quick there after Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So it was really kind of still fresh uh, for me, The everything that happened in Ragnarok and then the terrible uh, outcome. Yeah. So yep. glad, glad they didn't end the movie with the first five minutes of that one. Right. It's like, ugh. <laughs> It really would have That'd changed be... the whole feeling after that movie. Because again, be even, even Ragnarok had some some pretty heavy moments and, you know, it wasn't a great end for Asgard or whatever, but there's so much just comedy laced throughout that you just couldn't help but, you know, find... I found it to be a very uplifting movie. And then five yeah. minutes into Infinity War, everyone wants to commit suicide. Yes, yes, that's the very point. <laughs> when, I, when I went and saw Infinity War... Those first five minutes or three minutes or whatever it is, the entire theater was just stone cold silent. Nobody said like every I looked around and everyone's eyes and mouths are like dinner plates. They're just huge. Like what the fuck just happened two seconds into this movie? I know it was crazy because it's not like people would go in there and they hadn't seen Ragnarok. Right. Right. Oh, my God. It was very, very painful to watch. Uh, losing Tom Hiddleston, sad. Yeah. Losing uh, Idris Elba. I, I guess I could call them by their character names, but <laughs> screw You're that. Like, no. They're no, just them. not going to. <laughs> yeah, I was I was watching a really interesting YouTube, uh, I guess, fan theory or channel theory about uh, what happened to Thor. And something, something basically about, did he become Heimdall? Like, you know, he's does he he can use the Bifrost, you know, or the Rainbow uh-huh. Bridge or whatever. Um, but one of the questions was, like, how did he know where to go? Like, there wasn't like, hey, Thor, you should meet us in Wakanda. Like, they just show up on the battlefield. Yeah. No idea where they're going, like, or why they're going. And and how they got there. I, I mean, I don't remember it specifically. But yeah, he, he knew how to get um, directly to nowhere right yep and i don't know interesting yeah it was an interesting i mean because somebody has to be left with that rule because there's nobody else he's the last it was it really was tying back from in uh was it it was the second avengers movie when uh scarlet witch has put the the spell on everybody and they start seeing all these visions right and then he goes to these waters and goes through the the vision dance, which looks stupid in the theatrical version. But when you watch the deleted scene version of it, it's much more in depth. And they're saying that they think that, you know, they thought that they were trying to stop Ultron with this vision. But really what it was probably more geared to was the coming war with Thanos, right? Ah. So, you know, where he's seeing Infinity Stones and Vision has an Infinity Stone. And, you know, I don't know. So it was it was yeah. a really good fan theory. If I can find it again, I'll link it in our uh, our show notes page. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Hemsworth's so a keeper. Yeah. Thor's a keeper. Oh, um, and he's going to be in Men he, in Black with, uh, oh, yeah. what's her name? The girl from Ragnarok, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I think. I think yeah. that's who it is. So. <laughs> um. I, and I saw some pictures from the uh, set, and it looks like it's going to be good. You know, it'll be fun. So Chris Hemsworth has been able to kind of jump back and forth from characters as well, uh, which Chris Hems- uh, Chris Evans hasn't been able to do, like I was saying. But I think part of it is because Thor is generally known as the long hair guy, and then once you cut it all off, like he can, it's almost completely different. Yeah, like he just looks like a very different. If he had yeah. the long hair all the time, he'd be like, "Sorry, you're you're just still Thor." Sorry, Thor. Yeah. yeah. All right, Thor. Sorry. Thanks for the audition. Yep. All right, and then he was also in Hunt the Huntsman, which you always said was Princess Diaries too. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, I yeah, I actually uh, I really liked him in that movie. The rest of the movie is kind of you know flaming hot garbage. But yeah, I know. I think it was just that it was. Kristen Stewart or Kirsten what is it is Kristen Stewart but (laughs) I was watching that movie I saw it in the theater with my mom my sister and my aunt 
right? And so my aunt and I are watching this and she leans over once Chris Hemsworth comes on stage. And now my aunt is, you know, obviously older than I am and whatever. And she just kind of leans over real quietly and she's like, he can hunt me anytime. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know, half between laughing my ass off and, you know, barfing in my popcorn. But either way, it was it was still really funny. And then I remember I watched it with Paul. I guess we we bought it after it came out or he bought it for me or whatever. And so we're sitting there watching it. And, you know, when we get to the part where the dwarves come in, he looked at me and he's like, there's dwarves in this? I'm like, it's fucking Snow White. Of course there are dwarves. What do you think is going to happen here? Like, of course there are dwarves in this movie. (laughs) I guess just because it... It's not a cartoon, right? Like, it's not Disney, and you're not expecting them to come hi-ho, hi-hoing down the way that when you see them, you're like, well, that's fascinating. And then you're like, it's Snow White. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, that was... uh, That was Hemsworth. um, Yeah, I don't remember it too much. Okay, so now let's talk about Chris Pratt. Mm, Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. All also known as Andy from Parks and Rec. That that yeah, I actually think I saw the other like the Guardians of the Galaxy first, and then we went and saw Parks and Rec. What? I think so. I didn't watch Parks and Rec until the season was our, like the whole thing was over. Like we binge watched it in about a week, and I just I love him so much as Andy. I mean, I wish that that show would go on forever. Just amazing. oh, I know. Especially when he sings the little the little Sebastian song at the end. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. I just but, love yeah. him. I just I also love that he like went to London, like that was yeah part of his character arc, and he comes back all like ripped and hot. And you're like, what the fuck happened? And then and then somebody somebody mentioned it, he's like, yeah, I didn't stop drinking beer for like five days, <laughs> right? And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> I could go months without eating a carb and lose a pound. And guys are like, I just like took off my shoe and I weigh 20 pounds less. I don't know. Like losing weight's hard. That's that's so frustrating. I'm glad they brought that up because it is so frustrating that men lose weight like that. And um, he's like, yeah, just stop drinking beer for a week. I'm like, yeah. "Yeah." But if you do you watch his uh, have you ever seen his Facebook stories? Uh, I, I'm sure I have occasionally, but his Facebook and Instagram stories, especially since he's been really heavy into the guardians and, you know, Marvel Uh and stuff. And he's got to be like cut for these, for these movies. And so now he's on all these crazy diets and he exercises constantly. So he's like, uh, he's got this segment that he does on his Instagram page. It's called what's my snack. And it's where he talks about his his one snack for the day or whatever it is he gets to eat. And I've watched him and he's like, it's it's 12.01 a.m. And I'm already ready to dig into the next snack <laughs> because I'm starving. <laughs> and he's like, I get five almonds and a partial piece of cheese or I don't know, something. It's hysterical. Oh, that's so or funny. Or he's like, look at this apple. I get this apple. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I watched one the other morning and he's like, Ugh. I, I I know I should go work out. I know. I know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. And then he's like, uh, it's it's raining. It's raining outside. So, you know, I can't, I can't go. I don't want to. Like, they're just, you know, pep talking himself, but just also really yeah. showing that he's just a normal human, you know, just does yeah. not want to do these things. Yep, he's adorable. I love him. Um, so, of course, we saw him on Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. And then I knew that he went to go to Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I had heard of Guardians of the Galaxy. And I heard there was a talking raccoon in it. And I thought, this is going to be a terrible movie. Oh, yeah. But it's amazing. It was it was fabulous. I and we, we went Guardians. To, I know. Guardians was so good. We did this whole... Uh, we realized at that point that Marvel, like they knew their shit, right? Yeah. And they could get a movie with a talking tree and a talking uh, raccoon and have it still be just as, you know, action packed and funny and entertaining as anything else. Yep. It really, it really changed the game. And, you know, and DC has just been trying to catch up. Oh, DC's not even in the, (laughs) not even in the race. I mean, seriously, 
No, not even yeah. close. I mean, they they yeah. wish they could. They do well on TV. They do great on TV. Movies, eh, not so much. Um, but even just the opening number of Guardians Two, where they're you know fighting all this stuff oh, yeah. and. Groot is baby Groot is running around with a Walkman on and just or he's got a boombox or whatever and he's just dancing around the thing while all this chaos is erupting behind him. It's just brilliant. So you know, I just love it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I there's so Guardians is when it was like, hey, this guy's a legitimate movie star. But then, I you know I didn't think much about it, and then I saw Jurassic World and I mm-hmm. was like, uh, hello, Sailor good looking man yeah like i did not put two and two together and you know <laughs> it was andy it was andy it was andy and then i was like hey who's this guy You're like hello would you like to fix my bike <laughs> mm. <I know. laughs> walking walking around with this rifles out <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah i uh-huh. i love jurassic world and i love him in yep. it he's so fun yep and just a hot and whatever and you're like this guy is like really smart and this behaviorist and whatever understands these animals but he's also just and he's got really good chemistry with bryce dallas howard and they just work off each other really well so oh yeah that's a that's a very very good movie and then you know you also realize that um like guardians and jurassic world these require so much imagination to be able to be a good actor and be in there because you know he's standing there doing his awesome like hey i'm the alpha pose in front of like a a broomstick with an eyeball on the end of it (laughs) right (laughs) and he's still like acting like oh that thing could eat me you know yeah if you've ever seen those videos online they're hilarious with the green screens and they've got the the guy in the motion capture suit like rubbing (laughs) his head against your hand it's just hilarious (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're like, I'm fighting with a tennis ball at the moment. So, yeah. So, I mean, to me, I think that showing human emotion when when you're doing it against something like that has got to be very, very difficult uh, compared to showing human emotion against another human who's also showing human emotion. That's the thing. There's like nothing to play off of. So it's all you and it's all your talent and ability. So it's pretty impressive. He also did the voice of Emmett in the Lego movie. Yes, it's such a good movie. <laughs> I will tell you, somebody was like, you should totally watch the Lego movie. And they gave me a copy of it. And I was like, oh, yeah, Lego movie. I'm not a kid. Okay, fine. So I watched it. Paul and I sat down and watched it. I literally fell off the couch laughing at a couple oh. of different points. So funny. I mean, such a good movie. So funny. I just ugh, love it. I went and saw it in the theater with my husband. And we're like, it's always weird to go with these kids' movies when we're, like, alone. Right. So we go to, like, the 10 o'clock movie or the 9 o'clock movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the theater was full of other couples. There were no kids in that theater. Mm-mm. And it was it was so funny. And you're right. I, could, it was, I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. Obviously, I love the Batman cameo. I mean, it was more than a cameo. He yeah. was basically another character. But I love the good oh cop, bad cop. Like, hey, I love it. He yeah. actually, like, sharpies a new face on himself. I think that may have been the point where I fell off the couch. But... Yeah, such a good movie. And again, you know, voice acting, you're not necessarily playing off somebody else. You're just doing your thing. So fun. Yeah, it was awesome. And I find that Lego Batman was still very, very good. It just didn't have the catchy song. Right. If it had the catchy song, it would have been just as good as everything is Batman. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we could do that. So but yes, love Chris Pratt. Yes. Um, but uh, I think, though, of the four Chris's, I got to go Chris Evans. I'm a, I'm a good tie between Evans and Pratt. But I think Pratt is a little more um, versatile. Or he can, yeah. he can, like we talked, you know, Chris Evans really gets put into that. Now, now you're just Captain America forever, even when yep. you're not. So yeah. I, I think I'm going to go with Pratt. All right. So that's our take on it. Let's take a quick break and yep. we are going to come back and talk about um, the the different Chris's that our friends like, that our friends and yep. listeners like, and uh, we'll go on from there. All right. Hello, Questers. This is Mandy, the host of Caster Quest. 
inviting you to enjoy our podcast where we explore the rich and vibrant world of Patrick Rothfuss's best-selling fantasy series, The Kingkiller Chronicle, soon to be adapted as a major motion picture and television show produced by the award-winning creator of Hamilton, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Hungry for more content? Perhaps you will enjoy our recaps of HBO's Game of Thrones, Over the Garden Wall, animated Batman films, or our world-famous erotic fanfiction reads. Whatever you're in the mood for, if you love a good story, humor, impromptu parody songs, and thousands of pop culture references, you'll enjoy our show. You can find Cast Request on SoundCloud, iTunes, and of course, our amazing network, the Earth Station One Network at ESOPodcast.com. everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds, and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non-romance readers. From the sweet, loving, fairy tale romances of the Highlands. Who cares about up against the wall by the fruit trees? Like, where's the dragon? Inside the belly of a dragon. To the naughty erotic threesomes with Navy Seals. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come okay, on, you guys. Good. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Booby Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. And stay tuned for our upcoming holiday series, The 12 Days of Boobsmiths. So we're back. Yep. Now that we have discussed our favorite Chris's, I wanted to take a few minutes and just go through our listeners. I'm calling this a listener's corner. So our listeners have weighed in on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with their favorite movie Chris's uh, in their favorite roles. So the first we have is Stork from Besotted Geek Podcast. And his choice is Chris Evans as Captain America. Good, good, solid choice. I, I think so. Uh, next, we have Seal, our awesome friend Seal, uh, who actually said that his favorite movie, Chris, was a friend from college that he shot in some of his own movies. Oh, Jesus, Seal, you can't do that. <laughs> That's cheating. <laughs> Maybe like, give uh, us the dude's name. Like, uh, I know I we know he tagged, one it, of in the, oh, okay. he tagged uh, it in the thing, but I didn't know. Well, all right. I knew. So way to be anyway. obscure, Seal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least he he responded. Guess what, Seal? I now need to be your favorite Heather in all the things. <laughs> I'm sure you already are his favorite Heather. I, in all I'm the sure. And this even includes the the movie Heather's. I need to be higher than that. Yeah, I think you yeah. are. I yes. I would since I've never seen Heather's. Well, oh my god! It's on my it's on my Netflix list. I haven't seen it. I I know oh. it's been since like 1986, but I still haven't no, seen it. No, okay. We need to have a classic movie review of Heather's. Okay, I'm putting it on the list. Okay, uh, Brent from Home Video Hustle said that his favorite Chris is Chris Rock, who plays Albert slash MC Gusto in CB4. Did you ever see that movie? No, I'm trying to, I'm like, I don't know what that movie it's is. A pr- it's like a prison movie, but it's like a prison comedy kind of movie. I don't know. I saw it in the theater, weirdly enough, when I was in like junior high. Maybe? What if? Junior what if, high, high school. What a weird thing to like have a comedy. Pretty Let's much. set a comedy in prison. <laughs> That's enjoyable. So, so, so was it good? His name was Albert slash MC Gusto. So was he like the DJ? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. I don't really remember the plot line. I just remember that I did go see that movie in the theater, which seems unlikely, but I did. All right. So, um, so Brent, you only were the second most obscure Chris <laughs> to seal. The list continues. A though. friend, a friend from college, yep. Chris. Yes. <laughs> All right, so Steve from uh, Everything I Learned from Movies came in with Christoph Waltz as Colonel Hans Landa in Inglorious Bastards. Absolutely. That is an excellent Chris. Uh, anything Christoph Waltz is in is awesome. Uh, Django, hello. You know, um, uh, I actually haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. Oh, it's good. It's good. I have heard that. Christoph Waltz is good in everything that he's in. Like, it's just. 
I mean, he always has his accent. He can't, I, I would love to see him try to do an American, but no, um, uh, <laughs> well, he sent a GIF with it. I had to actually look it up. So thanks a lot for that, Steve. <laughs> Go and search this guy for the uh, role. Cause he just sent the, the GIF of yeah. the role. Oh man, that's, that's a good one. Good pick. So, okay. Next is Ophelia, who's a former, uh, guest of the show. And she picked Chris Pratt as Peter Quill. Yeah, good pick, good pick. So, obviously a good pick there. Uh, Bri Thai sent us Chris Tucker in Rush Hour. Yes, absolutely yes. Oh, my God. I for, you forget how good it is, especially his dancing when he's doing the dance after, like, he catches the bed. Oh, my God. I love. I'm doing oh, it yes. right now. Yes. <laughs> dancing really doesn't work well on podcasts, but... You 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 know exactly it what, but we're looking at yeah, each other, so you it know is. exactly what it's she's amazing. doing. So <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm yep. full on doing it. So yeah, uh, him and Jackie Chan just playing together it was just hysterical. Yep. I loved it. So good pick there, Bright yes. Five. Uh, Randy from Cult Forty Five said Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown. Good choice. Good choice. Absolutely, always a good choice. Um, Katie Marguerite said Chris Klein as Oz in American Pie. I don't know who that is. What character is that? I've seen American Pie. I, I have not seen American <gasps> oh, Pie, but I know Oz. who this yeah, guy he's was. He's kind of good looking. He's got the floppy hair. Yeah, he had floppy hair. He was he was one of the like late 90s Chris's. So there was a there was kind of a gang. There seems to be just an ongoing gang of Chris's that circles through yeah. the the movie industry. Yeah, like, you know, Heather, the name is completely out of favor. Nobody names their kids Heather anymore. Like I got a cousin named Heather. Yeah, is she my age? She is your age. Yeah. See, everybody that's named Heather is my age. Yeah. And it's completely it's completely out of favor. Like my grandma's uh my great grandma's name is Dora. There hasn't been any Doras the for Explorer. 80 years and all of a sudden the Doras <laughs> come back. So, She's you know, Dora stuff the like Explorer. that. But Chris is, is it a Bible name? Is it Christopher Chris? is a Bible name. It's like okay. a Greek name, but I think it is a Bible name. It's my brother's name. My brother is Chris. Um, yeah. And my parents pick biblical names for all of us. Um, but yeah, but every, um, every generation has Chris's in it. Yeah, and- I, I'm an Elizabeth. Elizabeth's have been in the top 10 names for the last 17 million years. So yeah. Well, all right. So, but the nice very- thing is I can find my name on a keychain anywhere I go. Yes, unless unless you're like um, uh, one of my coworkers. His name is Joe Joseph, but they spell it funny. And he's like, I can't believe why can't they just spell it normal so I can get my keychain? And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so that was uh, that was a good pick. Like I said, he was he was pretty big in the group of Chris's back in the like late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, uh, Kitty, our awesome friend Kitty, comes with Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Yep, that's a good pick. Solid pick. Uh, Mrs. Van Bam on Instagram loves Chris Pratt as Star Lord as well. Yes, I mean it's it's hard to say no to some Star Lord. It's true. Is that the end of our list? Because I had oh no, there's more. No, I got a couple more. Uh, verbal diorama says Chris Hemsworth as Kevin in Ghostbusters. So again, yep, hysterical I mean, role. He was so funny, so funny. Such a well, like people grabbed all over that movie. I really enjoyed it. It's not the same as the first Ghostbusters, but y'all remember the first Ghostbusters is a Saturday Night Live movie. It's not classic cinema. It's really not. Go back yeah, and watch I, it again. It's it's kind of terrible, but yeah, I, I thought they did a good job. Yeah, I think it's people putting the first one in a little too high of esteem. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying that it's not a good one. I enjoyed both of them. So oh, I enjoy them greatly. But again, it's you know it's not going to change the world either one of them. Uh, so Walker the Geek, our fun friend Walker, uh, Chris Evans as Jake in Not Another Teen Movie. So That's the one where he had the dildo in the, the dildo bum? Butt, yeah. Yes, yeah. That's pretty nice. great. Uh, he yep. does, he's doing like a take on the whipped cream bikini that they did in one of those Varsity teen movies. Blues. Yeah, one of those. Uh, but when he turns around, he's got a dildo glued with whipped cream to his butt. So... <sighs> Yeah, you know, and it was weird. It's like I would be like, I would have been the right age for all of these, and I just did not like any of those shows. I was not that kind of in. I was not that kind of teen. I guess I, yeah. I was probably in college when most of these came out. So, yeah. Meh. Um, state your take podcast says Chris Tucker in Friday. 
which I like Chris Tucker. I think he's very funny. I, and I Fri- Friday is one of those movies that like, it's it's great. You know, <laughs> you get your great little random one line quoters. It's not. Bye, Felicia. It's not a super intellectual movie. You don't really have to think too hard on it, but it's fun. Yeah. I don't know. I like yeah. it. Um, he also, they also said Christopher Lloyd and Back to the Future. So another yep. vote for Doc Brown. And then the Feminine Mistake podcast said Chris Pine in a toss-up between the first Star Trek reboot and Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Which we agree on those as well. Yeah, so. it was both the first time we got to see Chris Pine. And so, yeah. um, you know, in that particular character, uh, maybe when we see Wonder Woman, the second Wonder Woman, we'll see if we which one comes out after like the franchise hits, right? Yep. All right, I have one. Okay. That was not mentioned, and it surprises me. Mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve in Superman. Yeah, I think that was Paul's. I didn't put it on yeah. the list, but I think that's what he told me. So right, right on, Paul. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, that's that's a classic. Yeah, absolutely. He's amazing. In fact, it's forty years old. Do you feel old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 they just had their big anniversary. So, uh, um, Matinee Heroes had their podcast on Superman, and then Rebel Radio had their podcast on Superman. Then both of them had a smoking the bandit one. Like, I'm like. I'm hearing See, the aren't exact you, same show. Aren't you glad we don't do the norm? We do these random okay. shit, but nobody else well, is doing Merry okay. Christmas. You would never think, though, that there'd be two Smoking the Bandits, right? One after the other. But yeah, well, no, was. everybody did Smoking the Bandit this year because he died. Burt Reynolds died. Oh, so yeah. that's why they all did it. Like a whole oh, bunch okay. of them did it. A whole bunch of groups did it. So it's I was a good like, show, though. Yeah. I like the, the film. It's, it's good. I'm not going to watch it for our show, though. Oh, no. Really? I mean, I, I, I watch it for it because, uh, you know, Craig, I watched the movie with Craig before the show. So I watch it because it's randomly on a Sunday and I happen to scroll past it and can't keep scrolling, you know? Uh, he usually like is a list. He's like, these are the movies I have to watch this month. Which ones would you like to watch? And I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> like, that one. So I'm super embarrassed about this. I'm just going to go out. So, um, he had a musicals month and Hedwig the and the Ang- Angry Inch was on there. Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Uh, Angry Inch. Inch. Sorry. I can't talk. My apologies. <laughs> and I never saw that movie. And I thought it was a musical based on a children's book about caterpillars. I have no idea. <laughs> like the very hungry caterpillar. Is that what you're thinking? That is exactly what I was picturing in my head. And then we watch it, and I'm like, "What the? Sh- what is this?" I mean, I don't, su- I don't know what it is. I've never seen it. It was super good. I mean, it was like it's, but it's really, I mean, it's really progressive. It's like, I mean, it's a transgender um, main character, and but they're kind of uh, German that is pop. Not uh, a very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> I, I know. I was like. <laughs> What is what? And then it was like, I'm like, it's awesome. How did I miss all of these years of awesomeness? Because I thought it was based on the hungry, hungry, hungry caterpillar or whatever. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but now I'm I really so want embarrassed. To. Like, now, now I'm now I've got a whole skit idea in my head about a uh, musical set around the very hungry caterpillar. Well, yeah, this and then Craig, it was like, was saying, oh, you know, it's, it has like transgender roles. And I'm like, was there some hidden subtext to the Henry, to the Caterpillar children's book? I I just had no clue, and I was watching it, and I'm like, I've heard this song before, and it never did I put two and two together. Oh, That's awesome! God, how I embarrassing! I love it. That's amazing. Oh, I think oh, our well. friends at the Cutaways may have done uh, that particular mus- musical at one point. Not sure. <sighs> It was a good musical. And I was like, I missed this for all of these years because I thought that it was like, wow, somebody really went artsy with a children's book. <laughs> oh, my all God. Right. How yeah. embarrassing. Okay, oh. so. Um, That's what happens when you grow up in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Grease 2 is not about a, uh, it's not about an auto machine mechanic shop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's oh. awesome. Uh, oh. No, I was just talking to somebody about musicals. Uh, oh, my, my friend at work, Sarah, I was she had asked me to do a, a little podcast thing with her, and she wanted me to give her some ideas. And, you know, I keep a running list of show topic ideas for us, and sometimes they work out and they line up with what we want to do, and sometimes not as much. But I ran across one that popped into my head a while back that was like uh, – 
musicals that gave me unrealistic expectations for my future. <laughs> I, I There were a lot. Well, I watched a probably, lot of musicals as a kid. Unsinkable Molly Brown, where it's like, first you survive the Titanic, and then you have a dude that like loves you so much he just builds your house like in 10 minutes. That'd be nice. Yeah. That, that would be happen. that would be no, it hasn't happened yet. Mm-mm, not yet. I, no. First of all, not survive the Titanic. Well, survive the Titanic. Movie. I survived that movie yeah. a couple of times, and yeah. I will not watch it again. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm. And uh, but uh, I need to tell Craig to get on that make it a house thing. Mm-hmm. I, like he has ten minutes. It's that's know, how long where, it took. Yeah, where my house, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, I, I'm thinking along the lines of, like, when I started uh, high school or when I was getting ready to go into high school from junior high, and you're, you've watched all these musicals about high school your entire life, like Grease and Grease 2 and whatever else, and you're like, what's going to happen when I get there on the first day of school? And I don't know the opening number. I don't know the choreography, and no one has sent me the words. There has not been nearly enough spontaneous singing and dancing in my life outside of what I do on my own, so... Oh, my God. That's so funny. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Um, who's that guy that was in High School Musical that's good looking? Oh, Zach Zac Efron. Efron. Yeah. So he did a Saturday Night Live skit and um, where it was something like that. He was going back to his high school and seeing like, people do not just spontaneously go into song and dance. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I do constantly, but I find that most people find it socially acceptable and a little weird at the DMV. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make the line go faster. It, I think so. As long, so. as long as the people behind the desk do not get involved. Yep. Well, thus, thus ends our very weird conglomeration of topic ideas for today. Uh, but anyway, so uh, next book club selection for us, you know, we just did Red Rising a couple weeks ago. Yep. The next book sub- club selection for us is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, continuing our reread of the entire Harry Potter series. Yep. Uh, but if you guys have a book that you know of that's really great that you want us to read and review for the show, please let us know. Send us something on Twitter. Send us something to our email. Nobody ever emails us. Contact us at nerdybitches.com. Again, nobody ever well, emails us. Yeah, they do email us, but it's not the people that listen to our show. No, we just get ASCII met spam bullshit. Yeah. So, <laughs> lots, lots of that. Hi, yeah. lady. You looky here? <laughs> or... No. or I can help you optimize your website, you know. I help like, you grow big penis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, thank you. We're good. So anyways, yep. uh, if you haven't read Azkaban for a while, go back and do a reread. We're going to do the same, and we'll probably hit that early to, uh, 2019. Yep. Um, do you have any recommendations? Uh, no, but I have a bitch of the week. Let me do my recommendation because it does tie into our Chris theme. It's a couple of months old, but if you have not seen it because you thought it was going to be a dopey kids movie, go see or download and watch Christopher Robin with, um, what's his name? Yes. Lost my brain. Obi-Wan. Ewan McGregor. Yes. Ewan McGregor as Christopher Robin. This movie was so adorable. I went and saw it with my friend Sarah. I went, I saw it again with Paul and I saw it again with Olivia because I just, oh, it's so sweet. And so endearing and so sad in certain ways, but just it's it's a real commentary on what happens to us like when we grow up and become adults. So Aww. and it's another Chris. It is tied back to Christmas, see? Bringing it all yep. back. So yep. what's your bitch of the week? Okay. All right, men. I know why they do this, so you don't need to tell me why. <laughs> it's not just men that will explain this to me. So No, they will just mansplain it to you. Yeah. So I understand that bloggers, especially bloggers of recipes, you know, they add extra filler before the recipes, right? Yep. Yep. But for God's sake, stop telling me about how uh, I love recipes. I go and I look up recipes all the time. I do not want to scroll through five pages of, well, I brought this over to my neighbor and my neighbor said she really enjoyed it. And she said she would like it better with raisins. And then when I made it with raisins, it did not taste as good. So take my <laughs> word for it. Do not put raisins in this one. And what especially helpful is if you want to plate it in this thing and tell you the whole thing before it tells you, okay, you need to go buy apples. Mm-hmm. That's what I needed. <laughs> Give me the list. Tell me what I need. I, 
and then they hide it. They hide it. You have to go scroll all the way through, and then you scroll too far, and then you're in their fake ads. Yep. And then, or their links for other recipes, and you're like, which one is this? Mm-hmm. But no, I find that incredibly. I just like scroll all the way down and then go back up a little bit. Like, I know, just... I know. But see, they're starting to get smart and they're putting other recipe links right underneath it. So it looks the same. Or they're really bad. The ones I hate, they're like five low carb recipes that'll make your life complete. And I go in there and there's all the blah, blah. And then to get to the recipe, I have to click another fucking link. Fuck yeah. you and your fake clickbait. I'm not doing it. Yep. Or I like it when they'll say five low carb recipes and it was like, all you have to do is change out the sugar in this with Splenda and change out the apples in this with uh, uh, cheese. I'm like, yes, it's not going to taste the same. (laughs) That apple pie tastes suspiciously cheesy today. Here's here's the best mac and cheese. The only way that you could do it is, is to make this low carb is you just take out the mac. You take out the Done. mac and you take out the cheese because cheese is bad for you. So now it's a butternut squash quinoa like, zucchini noodle bake. I'm like, that is not mac or cheese. So fuck off. Yep. All right. Ugh. Yeah, I'm with I'm you. I'm done. I, yeah, I'm done with it. Okay. All right. I have an internet quote. Okay. Th- this one comes from Twitter. It says, ladies, if he is hot, always smells good, makes your wa- mouth water, tastes amazing, leaves you feeling happier than ever. That's not your man. That's garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, at SciSilu97. There you go. I gave you credit. Yeah. Oh, that's that's funny. Yeah. I like it. Okay, so I want to remind everybody to head on over to our Patreon page and send us a couple bucks. Helps us keep the lights on and it gives us the opportunity to create some to do some great stuff. I actually finally this week got around to sending out the swag that I've been meaning to send out. It's been sitting on my desk for a month and a half. So if you are a patron and you received your swag, send us a picture of it on social media so that we can post it and thank you. Um and then, you know, share us with your friends. That'd be awesome. So we are at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches. And I also wanted to do a shout out to our two newest patrons because they've come on since the last time that we read names off. So the first is our buddy Walker the Geek is now supporting us, which is great. I actually was able to take his Patreon swag to him at the H-Town Podfest. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but anyways, uh, the second one we got last night. Uh, is Boobies and Newbies. It's a podcast. And actually, I was listening to the podcast today. And it's such a fun premise. She reads, she gets somebody who's never read a romance novel at all, or like an erotica type novel or whatever. And they read the book and then they talk about it on the podcast, which I just think is really fun. So oh, that is, that that is funny. Yeah. Uh, so we want to thank you guys so much for supporting and us. Did we, uh, we, and we did talk about um, Carol and Kitty were our Two most recent ones. We got them on the last one. I thought one. we did. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. They've both been around for, uh, since September, I think. September, October, or August. Yeah, woot. So yeah, they, they were in my Our list Patreon. of stuff. Kitty actually sent a picture of her swag that she got. Um, and then uh, I haven't heard back from Carol about whether she got hers or not. I did. did I did. Okay, she got good. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's Her refrigerator magnet is on her fridge. Yay. Yeah, this time around, I uh, I sent out buttons. Uh, actually, Izzy at Everything I Learned from Movies did uh, some buttons for us. So we have some Nerdy Bitches buttons that are round this time because, you know, our normal buttons that we always have and are square. Like our they logo. they snag and they poke they you. <laughs> They're a little bit stabby. But it's actually really fun because... Not um, the round ones, the square one of the ones. Guys, you see what I was saying. Yeah. No, the square yeah. ones are stabby. Round ones less so. I mean, they're stabby with but, a pin no, in, this but that's, the, you know, yeah. that's on you. But one of the guys at the uh, PodFest was giving out scarves, like Coca-Cola scarves. I don't know. It must work for Coke. And so now everybody has all these pictures, and they've got everybody's ah. buttons on there. So it's fun to see our button on other people, because I was handing them out at the PodFest cool. as well. But in addition to buttons, she actually also could make um, – she made us magnets – and these little bottle openers that look just like the uh-huh. buttons, you know. If the bottle openers were also magnets, they would be yeah. amazing because they just stay on the fridge, pop it off, pop off your top, and then put it back. Yeah, on. that seems but like a missed opportunity. <laughs> I think so. 
I mentioned it, and she's they, uh, Steve's like, yeah, we've tried, and they we never could get them, and we haven't been able to figure out a way to magnetize them. So I guess the company that sells the button material didn't make wasn't smart enough to get that must that opportunity. So, but anyway, so we'll have some more stuff going out. Uh, like I said, Walker already got his uh, boobies and newbies is going to get their stuff soon. It'll be a lot of fun. Hit us up, send us some money. We'll send you some fun stuff. We have actually a Patreon exclusive episode. It's a Harry Potter episode that nobody's heard. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> but it's, it's on there now for our $2 and up patrons. And we are going to be recording some more yeah. stuff real soon for that as well. So it'll be fun. So also make sure you're following us on social media. Hit us up on Twitter at Nerdy Bitches Pod, Instagram and Pinterest at Nerdy Bitches. And then Facebook, you just have to type in Facebook and then type in Nerdy Bitches Podcast. Yeah, the discussion groups are much more active than the page because the page is hijacked by Facebook till we pay them money and then they won't let us promote it because uh, we have bad words in our name. Yeah, dumb. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to join our discussion group, come find us, answer the questions, and we'd be glad to let you in so long as you aren't a creepy ass troll that lives under a bridge. Uh, so the other thing is to, this is something we always forget to do, but I've wrote it down. So now I'll remember, uh, go and leave us. If you love our show, go and leave us a, a five-star rating and review over on iTunes or Apple podcast. And you can also, if you are an Android user, because Google does not have a reviewing procedure, like there's no way to leave a review, you can do it on Stitcher. Oh yeah. Stitcher would work. But Stitcher actually does let you do that, and Android users can use it. So hit us up, five-star review. Make sure you don't use the word bitches in the review. We've lost a ton of <laughs> reviews that way because they censor it. Yeah, my eyeballs, like, I can't believe you didn't just hear them roll in my head because of how annoyed it is. Like It's so annoying because people tell me all the time, I left you a review, and then it never shows up anywhere. Anywhere. <sighs> because... They said bitches, and it's really weird to try to go back and go, hi, would you mind leaving that again? Because, nope, it's pretty yeah. much impossible to get people to send a review the first time around, let alone redoing one. So if yeah. you send us one, we are incredibly grateful. We post them on Twitter every time we get one. We're super excited about them. We'll usually shout it out here. So, yeah, we love it. We appreciate it. It's nice to hear from people. And we also, again, hit us on social media because we love talking to people and we love know that we're not just uh, speaking into the void. So into the void. So anyways, yeah. Oh, and by the way, I heard we won Canadian of the year. Yay. <laughs> Which is awesome. I've never even been to Canada. <laughs> I, you know what's you know what's especially awesome is because I tell people I'm Canadian when I go out of the country. That's brilliant. You should do that. <laughs> Eddie Izzard recommends it. <laughs> I'm about to start doing that. Uh, and my backup, my bug out plan is to Canada. So, yep. you know, good times. Yep. So anyway, um, yeah, we will be talking more about that when we can. Um, but yeah, History of Bad Ideas just voted us as uh, the Canadians of the year. So yep. there's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, uh, we will see you guys again soon. All right. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. You didn't send me another box of dicks, did you? <laughs>